0: You're listening to audio from the Cathedral Church of the Advent in Birmingham, Alabama, a church with a heart for the gospel. Find out more at adventbirmingham.org. Almighty God, uh, our Heavenly Father, I pray now that as we're gathered in your name that you would be in the midst of us, and ultimately I pray at this time, Lord, that not my words, uh, but that your living word, uh, your healing word would go forth, and that it would indeed Take root in our hearts and in our lives uh, that you would draw us to you and to one another. Uh, For you alone, O Lord, are our life and you alone are our salvation. Amen. We read just a moment ago from uh, Joshua, from the final um, passage of Joshua. Uh, We've been working our way through the book of Joshua and now we come uh, to the completion uh, and this is, in the 24th chapter, it's uh, Joshua's second farewell. Uh, it's his second farewell. If you have family members that tend to uh, leave a place with repeated farewells, this might feel familiar to you, but this is the second farewell. He said farewell once in the previous chapter, and now he says um, farewell again, and this time he's really leaving the party. Uh, it, is, uh, it is ending uh, this um, particular book and this portion of the story, and he calls the people, sort of three things I invite you along with me to think about this evening and to reflect on. Uh, and that is covenant, sacrifice, and service. Covenant, uh, sacrifice, uh, and service. And the people uh, are, uh, it's basically a, a covenant uh, renewal ceremony that they're going through. It's, it's a time of uh, of worship uh, and dedication, uh, as and it's a time of looking back, and it's a time of looking forward. Uh, they're, they're looking back, remembering the amazing things that God did in the midst of them, the way in which he had delivered them, the way in which God had provided for them. Uh, and they are looking for, they're committing themselves um, to a relationship with God. They're committing themselves to God's service um, going forward. Uh, and there is a particular verse in here uh, that if, uh, I, I don't know if you're like me, but I, I find it disconcerting. You know, you often see those uh, lovely words from Joshua uh, as, uh, choose this day whom you will serve. Uh, As for me and my house will serve the Lord. I'm sure you've seen that written out in calligraphy or painted or, or, or posted in people's homes, and it's uh, it's, it's a lovely verse, uh, choose this day whom you will serve. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. And that's what Joshua uh, is saying um, to the people uh, and inviting them to do the same. And of course, the people respond in the affirmative, we will um, serve the Lord. We are going to put away um, all the false gods, all of the idols, all the gods that our fathers worshiped uh, in the past. And we are dedicating ourselves To serve God and to serve God alone. We're dedicating ourselves to be faithful to God. We um, will serve the Lord. But Joshua said to the people, you are not able to serve the Lord. Does anyone else find that a little um, disheartening uh, and a little discouraging? The people are saying, you know what? We're we're committing to this. We're serious. We're going to serve the Lord. And Joshua says, you you can't do it. Um, uh, You you can't do it. Uh, You are not able to serve the Lord for he is a holy God. Uh, He is a jealous God. He will not forgive your transitions um, or your sins. Uh, I'll let that sit there for just a moment, and we will will come back to that. Matt began the service by welcoming everyone and mentioning uh, Thanksgiving, and I hope you did have a wonderful uh, Thanksgiving. And uh, one of the things I thought I would share with you is that mine, in many ways, was terrible. Um, You all might want to get your tissues out. This is a pretty sad story here. Um, The... Uh, the difficulty of of my Thanksgiving, and to some degree it didn't have to do uh, with necessarily um, challenging uh, in-laws. That can certainly be uh, a Thanksgiving gift um, that that comes every year. It it wasn't um, my, well, I guess not entirely my boorish behavior um, over Thanksgiving either, but my wife, Paula, who's a lovely person, um, but Uh, decided that what we really needed to do over Thanksgiving was to clean out our attics um, and our garage uh, and our closets. And as you might imagine, um, I had other plans um, for Thanksgiving, most of which involved um, basically me. Um, perhaps eating a little too much and, and watching some football because, you know, I work hard, um, and, and I've had a lot on me lately, uh, and I was, ready, I was ready for rest uh, and, and to give thanks and to have a restful um, Thanksgiving, but um, again, my lovely wife... Um, decided um, that really, um, looking back and looking forward, uh, along with that theme tonight, that it was, uh, you know what, Uh, it was time for us to care about our house already. And I thought, why start now? Um, But no, it was time to start caring about our house. We were going to accomplish um, something uh, as a couple. We were going to accomplish something as a family, and it was going to be a wonderful, um, fresh start for us. So, of course, we were uh, going through the attics. We were, you know, funny how that works. When your wife decides upon something, it often happens. Uh, And so we're going through attics. We're going through uh, the garage. We were making um, wonderful progress. And as we were going through the attic, one of the things that we came across, we had saved um, uh, just tons of... Well, one of the things we came across, of course, were pictures. Uh, And it was funny. We were... uh, Paul and I were uh, thinking about the reality. Um, our kids won't have pictures. Uh, we, you know, at least you know, they won't have pictures, boxes of pictures um, stored um, in the attic the way that that we do. Big plastic bins full of all of these photographs, particularly from when they were little. Uh, and not only that, all of these. Clothes that we uh, had saved from when they were little—all these little cute clothes. In particular, one of the things that, that, I, admit that I I met that I love—all um, of their little keds, uh, their little red keds, and their khaki keds, uh, and their uh, their their navy keds. Uh, we, we clearly had a soft spot for keds. Um, our kids—all you know, these fabulous shoes that they're never going to wear again—and and, and I, I guarantee our grandchildren um, aren't going to wear these shoes. But all these uh, little keds that we had saved, and uh, you know, coming across and going through all of this looking back, and as you might uh, imagine, in many ways, uh, we, we often say about that time when they were little, we, we love it so much it hurts. Uh, looking back, just think, oh, you know, love them and loved that time uh, in our lives. And uh, as we were going through and looking at these old photos and looking at these old clothes, and, and, and in many ways, kind of those wonderful moments of remembering and reminiscence, one of the things I began to think about as well was uh, they're, they're older now. One is uh, out of college and working. One is a senior is graduating in May. One is, is halfway through and thinking about, you know, uh, did I do a good enough job? Uh, How did did I do as a a parent? Did I I equip them um, well enough for the things that they're facing now, for the decisions that they are now making? And and not surprisingly, in some ways, I thought, well, no. Um, uh, We all tend to sort of edit our memories a little bit. And looking back, thinking about these times, and in some ways, I remember with such tremendous fondness, and to some degree, thinking, you know, uh, there were also times of, of distraction uh, in times of, of stress, and, and certainly um, times when we should have been attentive or, or, or focused uh, and, we, and we missed the mark, uh, ways in which we could have served them uh, more effectively and more uh, faithfully as, as parents. Uh, and, and I mention uh, all of this. I know it's a heartbreaking story, and I'll stop. Um, I feel your sympathy, and I'm grateful for that. Uh, but one of the things that was... Challenging about this is, is what it revealed to me about myself, uh, and, and revealing things about myself that uh, that I, I'm well aware that are there, but I don't like to be reminded of. Uh, and as I mentioned, I've, uh, my my wife had this idea, and I've, I've entered into this covenant with my wife, uh, whom I love. I've, I've we've made a covenant before God uh, that we would be um, committed to one another. We made a covenant before God that we would serve one another, and it. One of the things that was revealed to me very true about my life and about my heart that I didn't like to be reminded of is, is uh, how self-focused I am uh, and, and how um, so often I'm not very faithful in the way that I, that I love and that I serve my wife. Uh, I, I'm not uh, always faithful in the way that I love and that I serve my children. I'm very often, and I don't think I'm uh, particularly special or unique in this, am I? It's the human condition, very often focused on service of self, focused on my own comfort, focused on on what I want. And I share all of that with you because as Joshua says these words to these people, this call to be faithful to God and their relationship and their covenant with God, and then he says these words, you're not able to serve the Lord. I find that in some ways disconcertingly resonant when I think about uh, myself and my own relationship with God uh, and my own um, service of God. And so, as, as I hold that up to you, uh, one of the challenges is, is, where is where is the hope in this? Because to some degree, uh, as I hear what Joshua is saying, I, I don't disagree. This call to serve God with sincerity and faithfulness uh, the call um, to put away um, idols. And, and we're all prone to the worship of, of, of idols. We're all um, serving something. You remember the words, uh, uh, he, he didn't coin them, but he's, uh, I guess, known for them. Bob Dylan says everybody got to serve somebody. Um, If you remember um, that particular uh, song from Slow Train Coming, everybody's got to serve somebody. We're all serving um, something. And Joshua calls the people to faithful service um, of the Lord, and they promise that they will serve him faithfully. And then, of course, in the very next book of the Bible, the book of Judges, we hear and begin to read of how all that quickly begins to unravel. Uh, And he says these words, "Um, you are not able um, to serve the Lord, for he is a holy God. You can't do it, he says. However, uh, where is the hope? Uh, there is genuine hope, and in lifting that up to you and to me tonight, I want to invite you along with me to look back, and I want you to also invite you to look forward with me. Uh, because one of the things that we recognize is our um, dependence upon God. God. Uh, in, in everything that we do, even, even our love of God, even our, our service of God is something that is dependent upon him. And I, I want to take you back um, to the 15th chapter of Genesis, uh, the 15th chapter of Genesis. And, I, and I'll, I'm going to read a, a, a portion of it, but I will um, also uh, give you a, a summary as well. Uh, it's God's covenant with Abram, uh, God's covenant with uh, that he makes uh, with Abraham, and something uh, amazing happens here that we see in the details, and this uh, is the source of our hope when we think about uh, our inability uh, to faithfully live in this covenant relationship with God, uh, and we hear that uh, that God is walking with and he is uh, speaking uh, with Abram, and he has made great promises. To him, that he will uh, make him a great nation, that he will establish him forever, that that he will be as God, and that he will be with him, and that he will walk uh, with him. And God um, calls uh, Abram um, to make a covenant with himself. And and the language, uh, in the original language, is actually um, to cut a covenant. Um, and the way that a covenant was, was often made in that time and that place was through a sacrifice. Uh, if you remember, and, an animal um, was, was cut in half uh, and uh, the portions of the animal were placed on either side, and as you might imagine, it's... Uh, if, if it sounds rather gruesome, well, it, well it was. Uh, the, the animal was cut in half and, and the blood would flow um, down between the animal uh, and the person would walk um, through the animal uh, in establishing the covenant. And basically what the person who walked through was saying is, let this happen to me if, if, if I don't keep this covenant. Uh, let this basically be me if I don't uh, uphold my end of the bargain. And as you might imagine with, uh, with covenants, when covenants were made, um, in a relationship, if, if one person had more power uh, and one person had less power, who do you think was the person who walked through the sacrifice? It was the person with less power. It was the person with less, uh, um, with, with less prominence. Shocker, um, right? Uh, well, here's what we hear as God makes a covenant with Abram. As the sun was going down, a deep sleep fell on Abram. And behold, Dreadful and great darkness fell upon him. Then the Lord said to Abram, know for certain that your offspring will be sojourners in a land that is not theirs and will be servants there, and they will be afflicted um, for 400 years. Of course, this is uh, what God had delivered the people out of, what we've been walking through uh, in the book of Joshua. God's delivering his people from their slavery in Egypt and through their wilderness wandering and delivering them into the land which he had promised them. But I will bring judgment on the nation that they serve, and afterward they shall come out with great possessions. As for yourself, you shall go to your fathers in peace. You shall be buried in a good old age, and they shall come back here in the fourth generation, for the iniquity of the Amorites is not yet complete." When the sun had gone down and it was dark, behold, a smoking fire pot and a flaming torch passed between these pieces. On that day, the Lord made a covenant with Abram, saying, To your offspring I give this land, from the rivers of Egypt to the great river, the river Euphrates, the land of the Kenites and the Kenizzites and the Kadmonites and the Hittites the Perizzites, the Rephaim, the Amorites, the Canaanites, the Gergesites, and the Jebusites. And let me go back and read this to you again. On that day, the Lord made a covenant with Abram. The the, the shocking thing about what I just read to you, uh, the one who passes through the covenant uh, is not Abram. Uh, It's God um, who passes through it's God who ensures um, the covenant. Uh, the, the certainty and the surety uh, of the covenant, uh, the fulfillment of the covenant from the very beginning uh, is not dependent upon yours uh, and my performance, uh, but on the will and the purpose of God uh, from the very beginning. Uh, as, as Joshua says this, um, to, to be certain, um, our, our faithfulness uh, and our obedience to God uh, are important. Uh, they're 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 huge in our relationship with God, and and yet uh, at the end of the day, our ultimate hope uh, and our ultimate salvation is dependent upon the performance of God, uh, and not yours and my performance. Uh, indeed, uh, when we are um, unfaithful um, to God, when we uh, forsake God, there are, there are often. Um, judgments and repercussions which we experience, but, but ultimately um, the, what Joshua is talking about here is, uh, is ultimately and finally is not yours and my um, slipping up. Uh, it's not yours and my, you know, I, I could have done better, but I didn't, and, and because I didn't have a perfect record, God is, is now done with me. That's not what Joshua is talking about here. What Joshua is talking about is basically forsaking God altogether, um, denying him, um, rejecting him. Uh, serving um, other gods. That's the judgment that he's talking about. But again, I lift up to you um, what is the truth and the certainty of the Christian faith, why we are people um, who can be hopeful in the presence of a holy God, uh, in a God who is rightly jealous um, for you and for me. Uh, from the very beginning, we see that it wasn't Abram, but it was God who walked through the covenant to ensure. Um, our security and to assure our salvation. Uh, And ultimately, in looking forward, who is the one in whom God fulfills that? It's in the person and it is in the work uh, of Jesus Christ um, through his faith and through his obedience, through his cross and through his resurrection. God himself becomes um, the ultimate sacrifice and the ultimate security um, for you and for me. Uh, And you and I are called um, to have a hope and to a certainty in that and and an obedience and a faith and a service um, that flows uh, out of the gift which we have received uh, from God Uh, as a result of grace, not in an attempt um, to gain God's grace, but as a result uh, of his grace working in yours and my life as well. Uh, And uh, as that happens uh, in our lives, we begin to see ourselves um, in a clearer way. Uh, and in seeing ourselves in a clear way, um, we're drawn um, to the one who saves. We're drawn to the one who sustains. We're drawn to the one who begins to actually, truly, uh, make um, change in our hearts, make change in our lives, that we're able to serve Him, uh, that we're able to serve one another, uh, and finding, uh, putting our hope and our trust in His sufficiency, um, entering our lives into His, uh, into relationship with Him and His service we find um, the freedom that we ultimately long for, that's not found in ourselves, uh, but that's found in him. Uh, And as we hear that this evening, let us pray. Heavenly Father, we are mindful um, of uh, our myriad inabilities, and yet uh, we find our hope and our strength in the way in which, in Jesus, your Son, uh, you have fulfilled um, the covenant. uh, And indeed, uh, through your sacrifice for us, Uh, for your service. Uh, You have indeed made us heirs of your promises. Lord, fill our hearts and our minds with the hope and the certainty of this salvation in such a way um, that we are drawn to you and to one another, uh, that we enter into your service, and in so doing, uh, find the perfect freedom uh, that we long for. And these things I offer now in the name of your Son, who is Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen.